Good Wednesday morning. It is Kale and Company live right here on WKXL. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond. And streaming, you can take it with you wherever you go at uh, nhtalkradio.com. And we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at nedelta.com or deltadentalcoversme.com. Well, folks, as you probably know by now, they did it. The United States men's national team defeated Iran 1-0, as they say in the soccer world, on Tuesday to advance to the round of 16 at the World Cup soccer tournament in Qatar, Qatar, call it what you will. Christian Pulisic scored the only goal of the match in the first half. And while scoring the game's lone goal, Pulisic collided with the Iranian goalkeeper, a collision that sent Pulisic to the hospital shortly thereafter in the middle of the game for an abdominal scan. So his status for the next game for the U.S. national soccer team is up in the air at this point. U.S. will next play Saturday, 10 a.m. against the Netherlands. So they accomplished what they set out to do and made it into the round of 16. There were some anxious moments, as there usually are in these uh, high-profile soccer matches, but the U.S. managed to hang on and record a 1-0 victory over Iran. And uh, speaking of winners, Boston Bruins did it again last night. They defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-1 at TD Garden. The Bees extended their season-opening winning streak at home to 13 games, which is an all-time NHL record. You think about how long the National Hockey League has been around since the 1920s. No team has ever started a season at home with 13 consecutive victories. But the Boston Bruins are rewriting the record books, folks. Taylor Hall scored twice. Brad Marchand scored an empty netter to account for the Bruins scoring. Steven Stamkos had the lone Tampa Bay goal. Jeremy Swayman, the former University of Maine goaltender, made 27 saves to record the victory between the pipes for the Bees. They are now 19-3-0 on the season. 19 wins, 3 losses, no overtime losses. It's an amazing record, folks, under new head coach Jim Montgomery. Boston will host the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche coming up on Saturday at 7 o'clock. Wild game last night, uh, late last night in uh, Los Angeles, as the Seattle Kraken defeated the LA Kings in overtime by a highly unlikely score of nine to eight, one of the uh, highest scoring games in NHL history. Celtics, well, their start is amazing as well. 
Celtics 17-4. and four. They will host the 10-11 and 11 Miami Heat at the TD Garden tonight. Celtics lead Milwaukee by two games atop the NBA's Eastern Conference. Uh, today, how about this? This is the final day of November. Where has the time gone? Time flies when you're having fun. Wednesday, November 30th, which is Computer Security Day. Secure your computers today. If you don't do it every day, today, go out of your way to secure your computer. Very important. A lot of people get hacked. I know my Facebook account has been hacked on a number of occasions. I know others have been as well. You know, you get friend requests. I've had friend requests that uh, from people that have been dead for five years. Uh, it's true, and I'm sure many of you have had the same thing. So secure your computers. It's National Mason Jar Day. What do you, what do you keep in a mason jar? You know, preserves, pickles, uh, I don't know. Mason Jar Day, though. This is National Mason Jar Day. It's also National Moose Day. Not the kind that uh, infiltrate uh, northern New Hampshire and uh, other parts of our area, but moose like in uh, chocolate moose, that kind of national uh, moose day. Uh, National Personal Space Day. I have my personal space right here in our uh, plush but not overly ostentatious WKXL studios. It's also National Stay at Home because you're well day. Stay at home because you're well. Not because you're sick, but stay at home because you're well. You deserve a day to relax, recuperate, enjoy life, watch some game shows, watch, watch some of the uh, talk shows that you never watch. And it's also the night when the uh, Rockefeller Center Christmas tree will be illuminated in New York City at Rockefeller Center, ironically enough. Speaking of Christmas lights, and there's a lot of uh, lights on that tree, and uh, completely by coincidence, today we're going to have a guest on the show at the bottom of the hour at about uh, 8.35. His name is John DeCosmo, and he is the founder of the Ulta Lit Tree Company, uh, which is based in Chicago. And uh, John's company uh, sells tools to fix broken Christmas tree lights. So we'll find out about the origins of that company and uh, how it's evolved over the years. But I tell you, it seems to me, Kat, I don't know if you've noticed this, Kat Martinez, our, our producer. Have you noticed? I think Christmas tree or Christmas light displays uh, on in people's homes, on people's homes, and they're in their shrubbery and on their trees. I, I think they go up earlier every year. They really do. They That's really okay. Do. I don't yeah, have a problem. <laughs> yeah. They could keep them up all year long as far as I'm concerned. In fact, there was a, an area in Concord on South Street, in the South Street uh, area uh, of Concord, that had their Christmas tree lights up uh, very late. I mean, I, I'm talking about like, I, I think they had them up until like April of this year. That sounds like me. Yeah. And it could have been even <laughs> later. But it's okay. And you know what else I've noticed too, Kat, is that uh, Halloween light displays are becoming 
uh, more in vogue these days. A lot of people put up uh, Halloween lights as well. I'm probably 90% of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that rating there, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Halloween. Yeah, and, uh, and a lot of people do, and uh, you see a lot more Halloween lights than you used to see. But some of the uh, Christmas displays, I mean, even just as you drive around uh, Concord and vicinity, uh, so elaborate, so well done. And, uh, but you know, it, it can be, you know, you know, how Christmas, Christmas lights are, you know, if one bulb goes out, the rest of them do. I mean, it can be very frustrating. So we're going to talk with uh, John DeCosmo today about, uh, what you can do to prevent that, uh, repair your lights, uh, different tips that he has for, uh, positioning lights and, uh, you know, arranging lights and all that kind of thing. He will be uh, talking about that around uh, 8.35 this morning uh, right here on uh, Kale & Company Live on WKXL. And uh, looking forward to that conversation. And uh, you know, lots lots of things uh, Christmassy uh, going on uh, in the area. Dickens, a, a Christmas Carol adapted by Jill Pernard, is going to return to the Hatbox Theater uh, in Concord from uh, December 2nd which is Thursday, right? Oh, that's a Friday, Friday. December 2nd is Friday. Uh, until December 18th, for some, the spooky season is over, but at Hatbox Theater, it's just getting started. A Christmas, a Christmas Carol will haunt the Hatbox stage uh, for this incarnation. A Penard of Three Witches Productions uh, takes the helm, directing the script that she adapted for Hatbox in 2016. In this original adaptation of the holiday classic, Hatbox Theater focuses on how the dreamlike qualities of the ghost story aspect of Dickens' work can bring about redemption. Performances are Fridays and Saturdays at 7.30, Sundays at 2, and you can get more information at hatbox-boxnh.com or call 603 603- 715-2315. We'll be talking about lots of uh, Christmas shows, Christmas celebrations that are going on, and there are plenty of them around the Granite State, and we'll tell you about as many as we can right here on Kale & Company, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We will be back and uh, talk about some visitors coming to Boston. Have you heard about this? More coming up. Kale and Company Live right here. WKXL NH Talk Radio. Don't touch that dial because we will be right back. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental. City of Boston is preparing to welcome the Prince and Princess of Wales this week. As Prince William and Kate Middleton will be in the Massachusetts capital for the second annual Earthshot Prize Award Ceremony. 
The British Royals are going to arrive sometime today and will be in Boston through Friday when the awards ceremony is scheduled to be held at the MGM Music Hall at Fenway Park. Peter Abbott, who is the British Consul General to New England, said, and I quote, We are thrilled that the Prince and Princess of Wales are going to be visiting Boston. End quote. Uh, the Earthshot Prize, inspired by President John F. Kennedy's moonshot speech, is an ambitious global environmental prize that aims to discover, celebrate, and scale the best solutions to help repair the planet. According to uh, Peter Abbott of the uh, British Consul uh, of New England, it's that spirit of innovation and optimism that connects the Earthshot Prize with the city of Boston, which, of course, has a global reputation for its innovation and ingenuity, end quote. Now, during their trip, the prince and princess will meet with Boston Mayor Michelle Wu at City Hall Plaza today before visiting Greentown Labs in Somerville, the Chelsea nonprofit organization RACA, and the Center on Developing Child at Harvard University. Prince William will also visit the JFK Presidential Library and Museum with Ambassador Caroline Kennedy, of course, the daughter of the late president, John F. Kennedy. Abbott said, I think there'll be certainly some moments where people will catch, uh, catch a glimpse of them in Boston. Winners uh, will be announced at the uh, MGM Music Hall at Fenway as part of a glitzy show headlined by Eilish. I guess that's uh, Billie Eilish, right? Uh, Annie Lennox, Ellie Goulding, and others. It will include a video narrated by naturalist David Attenborough and actress Kate Blanchett, or Kate Blanchett as some people call her. Uh, prizes will be presented by actor Rami Malek, who played Freddie Mercury in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, comedian uh, Catherine O'Hara, and uh, actor and activist Shailene Woodley. show will be co-hosted by somebody from the BBC and American actor and producer Daniel Day Kim. What an extravagant uh, night it's going to be at the MGM on uh, Friday, uh, just outside of uh, Fenway Park. Too bad the Red Sox don't have a game that the uh, the Royals could uh, attend. But uh, unfortunately, it's it's not that time of the year. Uh, William and Kate's trip to Boston was first announced in early July. This will be the first time the prince and princess have visited the United States since 2014. How about that? Uh, the inaugural Earthshot Prize Award Ceremony uh, was held October 2021 at Alexandra Place in London. In Boston, the uh, prince and princess will join activists, innovators, policymakers, and performers to celebrate this year's cohort of 15 global finalists before the five Earthshot winners are announced. Now, one of the 15 finalists is Chicago-based Lanza Tech, which is a company that is turning carbon emissions into sustainable energy and other products, such as yoga clothing and running shoes. 
So there you go, the uh, prince and princess of Wales coming to Boston for a few days. And uh, I'm sure that will be gaining a lot of coverage in in local media, without without question, because it's not very often that they uh, uh, grace us with their presence here in the United States of America. By the way, if you're wondering, a record number of holiday shoppers, 196.7 million of them, 196.7 million flocked back to stores and hunted for deals from Thanksgiving Day to Cyber Monday, according to a survey by the National Retail Federation, which tracks the figure for in-person and online shopping. The trade group did not estimate spending over the weekend, but said Tuesday that sales for the overall holiday shopping season are on track to meet its forecast and anticipates that holiday sales will rise by 6 to 8% from last year to between $942.6 billion and $960.4 billion. Some of that increase will come from nearly four-decade high inflation. National Retail Federation defines the holiday season as November 1st through December 31st, The sales forecast excludes spending at automobile dealers, gasoline stations, and restaurants. Shoppers spent an average of about $325 on holiday-related purchases over the weekend. That's higher than last year's $301. $325 was the average that people spent on holiday purchases this past weekend. Uh, I I did not uh, contribute that much to the economy. Matt Shea, who's a CEO of uh, NRF, said this weekend's biggest takeaways are that Americans are eager to shop in person again and that they're hungry for big bargains. More than 122.7 million people visited brick-and-mortar stores over the weekend, and that's a jump of 17%. From 2021, as inflation hits Americans' wallets, he said promotions have become an important motivator. Consumers are out shopping, but they're out shopping when they see deals and when they get the promotions that meet what it is they're looking for. And so you can get them engaged, but you've got to deliver value and price. Retailers have nevertheless been cautious about their holiday outlooks, particularly as families feel the pinch of inflation. Walmart has spoken about customers skipping over discretionary items and trading down to cheaper proteins like hot dogs and peanut butter. Target cut its forecast for the holiday quarter, and Best Buy said customers have had a higher interest in shopping during sales events. So far, figures from Adobe Analytics show that online spending hit record highs on key days during the holiday shopping weekend. Black Friday sales rose 2.3% to hit $9.12 billion, and Cyber Monday sales rose 5.8% to $11.3 billion, according to the company, which tracks sales on retailers' Websites. So, all in all, 
It was a great weekend between Black Friday, the Thanksgiving weekend, and Cyber Monday. And yesterday was uh, Giving Tuesday, where uh, many people went online or sent contributions through the mail to their favorite charities, and I hope that set records as well on uh, Giving Tuesday. It is Kale and Company Live. We're glad to have you with us today. And if you want to uh, find out how you can fix your Christmas lights, if you're having issues, you want to repair your LED or incandescent uh, lighting, well, coming up in just a few minutes, we are going to be talking with a gentleman who has uh, lots of information about that aspect of the holidays. And we'll be chatting with uh, John DeCosmo very soon from the Ulta Lit Tree Company in Chicago. So stand by for terrific excitement here on uh, WKXL. And uh, I want to remind you that uh, this is coming Saturday, 4 o'clock, Canterbury Shaker Village is going to be hosting Concert and Cocktails, a holiday string quartet concert with Symphony, New Hampshire, first of several merry, merry Canterbury events. And that is going to take place again on uh, Saturday at uh, beautiful uh, Shaker Village. Uh, Concert and Cocktails includes a festive reception at 5 p.m. featuring farm-grown appetizers by the Rustic Gourmet and a signature cocktail by Cold Garden Distillery. So you can get more information, visit uh, nhmuseumtrail.org, nhmuseumtrail.org or shakers.org slash symphonynh. So again, lots of things going on to... uh, help our celebration of this festive time of the year and we'll tell you about them as we go along here on kale and company but coming up we'll tell you a little bit about how to fix your lights if you're having some issues right here kale and company live continues here on wkxl nhtalkradio.com and we are presented by our good friends at northeast delta dental don't you dare touch that dial Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And we want to welcome our guests this morning to the program. We go to the Windy City of Chicago to check in with John DeCosmo of the Ulta Lit Tree Company. John is the president of that company, and we welcome you to the show, John. Great to have you with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, it is uh, my pleasure, and uh, looking forward to getting some great information uh, from you. And I saw an email that you sent here this morning saying uh, I could ask you anything you wanted. Uh, so, <laughs> in, the, in this narrow band of uh, Christmas decorations, <laughs> right, right. And uh, so you were you were born in, in New York City, I, I hear. Correct yeah. on 159th Street. My uh, my parents are from Brooklyn. Very nice. I, I have a daughter that uh, lived in Brooklyn for a number of years, but has since moved to uh, Massachusetts. So I've, I've been to Brooklyn uh, a number of times, and I, I love it. So when, when did you move to Chicago? That was in 1976. Uh, 
uh, in that year, my father was uh, was given his own Christmas tree factory to run as a plant manager, and uh, uh, we made Mountain King Christmas trees then. So Christmas trees and uh, related items are are in your bloodline. Yes, yep. yes they are. For a long, for a long, long time. So, tell us a little bit about the uh, formation of, of your company. Certainly, it was always uh, the company my father and I worked for was publicly held, but it was always pretty clear to see, with the consumer being the boss, that the future was in pre-lit trees. I formed this company in 1996 to focus precisely on that. Only had one competitor in the nation in those early years, doing the pre-lit trees. Uh, uh, everybody was worried legitimately if one bulb fell out, technically a $300 tree might get returned. It is defective because one light set wouldn't work. And, and uh, th- those are our origins. 1999, my best year in sales, my worst year, uh, because every one of those trees were failing early. Wow. Fast forward 12 months with an intensive study here, we, we uh, invented the first product, uh, that being the Lightkeeper, to repair incandescent light sets, ultimately in seconds. Wow. So yeah. how was that uh, product developed? So uh, to get started, we use a piezo ceramic. Uh, that was the breakthrough. It's an igniter. You take a cheap butane lighter. They use the same thing. But it was our understanding that shunts were installed in the late 70s, and the marketing became when one burns out, the rest stay lit. Yeah. That marketing is true some of the time. Some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the and time. We, <laughs> yeah. And we found out it took a boost of electricity. Well, that boost is several thousand volts uh, through this uh, uh, this uh, striker we use uh, several thousand volts to turn around and do the fusing necessary within the bulb, giving the trouble. The product is UL listed since day one, uh, uh, proudly. Yeah, I, I I would think so. You know, that's that's the thing. I mean, uh, Christmas lights are are wonderful, and uh, you know, the, the displays that some people have are are sensational. But uh, you you get that uh, you know that one light that goes, and uh, and many times uh, you know they all go as a result. So that's all it takes. So how how does your your product work? Uh, just, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Lightkeeper Pro itself we brought to market in '04. That use is to take one bulb out of an incandescent light set, insert the tool, but we're talking about a uh, tool that's around $25, insert the tool into the light set, pull the trigger, sending pulses of electricity into the light set, uh, again, hoping to fuse the shunt, the metals within the errant bulb, and, and, and then we'll get continuity. So let's say everything happened just like I described. This was a 50, uh, let's use this example. The number one selling light set in America is a 100 light set. Quite often, half is burning, half is not. That confuses many. Well, those are 250 light sets. It was just cheaper to make a 100, uh, less uh, less wiring. Now we take one bulb out. We, we look to shock that section back. When we're done, ideally, 49 of the 50 bulbs are burning. 
it is incumbent upon anybody to replace the burned-out bulbs, particularly when you buy a new pre-lit tree. Four burned-out bulbs on a 50-light set increases the demise by 63%. Um, so how, how many people buy pre-lit trees? Most. <laughs> Most. <laughs> artificial, <laughs> artificial themselves are uh, in two out of three homes on average that decorate. So we've got real trees in one-third of the homes, and, that, and that's, that's an industry of about 30 million units the, um, uh, of the artificial. We just did a nine-store survey, which we do every year. So this would be going to uh, Walmart, Target, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, et cetera. Exactly 12% of the trees sold on the floor were unlit. Of the pre-lit, exactly 50% were incandescent. 50% were LED. And then interestingly, a brand new trend of the last five years, half of those LEDs are the very small micro LEDs. Uh, they go under the trade names of Starry and, and different names like that. So more people uh, are, is it a, a, a pretty much a split these days between people using the uh, incandescent bulbs and the LED lights? A split. A split, if we look, yes, if we look back, we say, well, we've sold more incandescent than LED, but the trend lines are clear. Uh, uh, people every year are really enjoying how the imitation of incandescent via LED uh, works, the, the greater reliability, the greater life. So the volume has uh, uh, shifted, uh, uh, shifted. Uh, LEDs are quite popular now. Yeah, uh, w without question, and uh, and probably uh, more reliable as well. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So no no question about that. So what what are some of the the biggest mistakes that uh, people make putting up their their Christmas lights? Okay. If I'm decorating the outside of the house, it's always good to get a piece of paper and a pen and and make my plan initially. Starting with, this is the number one, uh, this is one of the largest mistakes. Starting with, where's my power source? I can't tell you how many times people will do the lighting yeah. and they're trying to plug the female end into the power source. So much so, the patent office once issued a double male socket. It's, it's the most unsafe you could have <laughs> so because somebody asked for it and, and they gave it to them. But that, that's a common mistake. Uh, overloading circuits. Every seminar I do, I, I start with safety, 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 and I finish with those same three words, three most important words. You don't want to fall off the ladder and you don't want to overload circuits. When we feel a warm extension cord, Let's uh, let's remember how to read the tea leaves. That's not good. So you don't want like a, a Christmas vacation scenario uh, <laughs> that we've seen uh, many times. <laughs> those, those lights, he used 25,000 of those lights in the movie, and those were all C7, C9 incandescent. <laughs> that, uh, we've seen generators on front lawns in the old days just to power the Christmas lights. Uh, yeah with the additional needs. Wow, that, that is really something. Now, what is, what is the best way to uh, place lights on, on a Christmas tree? Okay, 
if we're using, uh, let's say we brought home a real tree and, and uh, maybe it's our first Christmas, what have you, if we're using the mini lights, an old rule of thumb is 100 of them per foot. So 8-foot tree, 800 lights, that's a good starting point. I always like to joke, if you're Italian, you might want to double that number. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a good start point. What is a, what's really good, when you want to get them done evenly, step back and do a squint test where either you, you squint your eyes or you just form a diamond between the, the, the four fingers of both hands, your thumb and your pointer finger, and just see if you're getting the... Uh, the even spacing that that you'd like, but that 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 number's a fair rule. Uh, All right, John DeCosmo is with us. John, can you stay with us for a couple of minutes? Gladly. All right, John DeCosmo is the president of uh, Alta Lit Tree Company in Chicago, and uh, you can look them up online at altalit.com. U L T A L I T. Dot com, And we'll be back with a few more questions for John DeCosmo, the president of the company, right after these words. Kale & Company Live, WKXL, and NHTalkRadio.com. Stay with us. You'll want to hear more about the do's and don'ts of Christmas tree lighting right here on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com. Kale and Company live for a Wednesday. And it's uh, the day that they are going to illuminate the big Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center in New York. And so uh, our guest coincides with that uh, occasion. John DeCosmo of the Ulta Lit Tree Company in Chicago, ultalit.com, where you can see the uh, Light Keeper Pro, the LED Keeper, and the, the Scent Keeper, John. So you deal in... in Tree scents, Christmas tree scents as well. It's been over 10 years now that we felt that that the artificial tree users need better options for uh, for fragrance, which they miss dearly. And, uh, yes, we discovered a, uh, a good scent in around 2015, and finally this year came up with a good vehicle for uh, delivering that affordably. Ah, so so this year is 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 the first year of it. Yes, the uh, first year for the century. Yeah, yeah. The the, uh, the the science of that. I think we all know what reeds are. They're often in bathrooms and such. Uh, I think they're sticks made of bamboo that are put in uh, a fragrance, and they slowly lift the fragrance out. Uh, and they're small. We took, if you can imagine, a paper Christmas tree is what it looks like. It's made of recycled uh, sugar cane leaves, but that goes into the oil. The oil goes up the tree and out into the air at an incredible pace. Uh, uh, for and it's a nine ninety nine item uh, that I'd like to give away some to your uh, your listeners. Uh, maybe after the show, we can coordinate that. But this is something brand new that we're quite proud of. Wow, that is uh, terrific. $9.99, and uh, you can buy it online, correct? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, is it available at the retail stores where your other products are available, too? Or? Not quite yet. Uh, the, uh, that we only invented this year. The Lightkeeper we have in over 10,000 stores in North wow. America. But that... it's close to you, but it's not close enough. Fortune Offs... Uh, 
rather famous in the New York area has it. Uh, uh, di- distribution is just getting started. So uh, what does it smell like? Like an evergreen tree? <laughs> we like to say that, yes, it, yeah. this has a smell of a tree. If, if, if we, uh, This is a beautiful blend. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Uh, smell of a tree. Smell like somebody cooking. Uh, smell of a little cinnamon. cinnamon smell of a little uh, adult cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just has that really nice blend. And, and because we discovered that some seven years ago, my company has stayed committed to getting the right uh, delivery device. But that that's the trickiest part. So it is, I, I'm looking at it right now on, on your website, and it's in the shape of a tree. So you, you hang that on the tree? Yes. Yeah. There, there's two options. We give you a base. Uh, some people are going to put two in a room. They're already doing it. But the tree itself comes with an ornament hook, and you would hide it in the tree, uh, maybe towards the center, maybe towards the back, because your ornaments are going to be prettier than this. But uh, it's quite effective. Yeah, wow, that that is really something. So even now with an artificial tree, you will have that uh, Christmas tree smell. That is, that is fabulous. Yes. That, that, yes. that, that item. Uh, I, other, yeah. uh, other tricks that people use, uh, artificial tree users, they'll go to real tree lots. Sometimes they buy branches. Sometimes they're <laughs> given to them for free. Yeah. And they'll come home and they'll stick them in the uh, artificial tree for the realism. Wow, that that is really something. So, uh, the uh, scent keeper is uh, available online, altalit uh, dot com, and uh, and John, I know you have. Uh, I, I heard you uh, with another uh, host uh, talking about your your tip line or your uh, your line that uh, you know people can call. It's like the butter butterball turkey hotline, let's say, of of, uh, of, of Christmas tree repair. And uh, you you field uh, people's uh, questions uh, around the clock. Pr- proudly, and that line is open twelve months a year. Now, if we don't if we don't answer it live, we return your call. But yes, we like to say. Uh, Butterball's done on Thursday, and uh, our phone calls spike. <laughs> but in 20 years, over 100,000 phone calls and emails with problems. Uh, I'm trying to find this brightness bulb. I'm trying to understand your products more. And uh, and we put smart people on the phones. Uh, uh, would you like that phone number? Uh, absolutely, sure. Sure. So uh, 888-858-2500. So it's 888-ULTALIT, the seven letters of ULTALIT. But that's, uh, uh, and seven days a week between Thanksgiving and Christmas to help people. And we we know we do that. Yeah, absolutely. Any any notable stories that you'd like to pass along, how how you've helped people uh, over the years? (laughs) We've helped so many. I, I I think what my technicians like most is when they give, the advice they give, and they hear the the person on the other end get ecstatic when they fix the light set while both are on the phone. Uh, I think that's yeah. the uh, I think that's the best kind of phone call that we uh, receive. The scary ones are we've got somebody calling; they're on an extension ladder working at the lights at the gutter, and they're on their phone and they're talking to us. And when the technicians figure this out, they say, please, 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 <laughs> let's, get, let's get down and try to do one thing at a time. Uh, uh, 
this is too much, and uh, and that that happens. Hey, how has your company grown through the years? I know it's a it's a small company; you don't have thousands of employees. But uh, how how has it grown uh, over the years? Uh, thankfully, very nicely. Uh, five full time employees, five part time, uh, over six million tools sold in the twenty years. Wow, we. We were really fortunate for uh, three years in a row, 2011 to 13, to get into the Inc. 5000, uh, fastest growing privately held companies in the United States. And uh, that was an intense effort. To match those numbers, I, I put intense advertising behind that. To match those numbers is always a challenge. But uh, still today, over 50% of people are not aware that any tools exist. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's true. Uh, and uh, so we're trying to help you get the word out there, John. But uh, Well, this is appreciated. And Ken, I think you'll enjoy this. The, uh, uh, when we were going on QVC one time many years ago, the host said to us, before we get started, when light sets are being repaired, Words often get used that aren't in any Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> that is so true. Uh, and you know, what 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 do you find that people have more difficulty with putting lights up or, or taking them down? Well, taking them down, we're always in a different mindset, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where some of the damage comes in in the taking down. People love put, uh, people love putting them up, but in the climate you're in and we're in in Chicago, it is advantageous to hang the lights in September, October when the weather is more civil. Uh, you don't have to plug them in, but uh, some of the temperatures that uh, and uh, precipitation that uh, we all experience this time of year make it uh, make it tougher. Yeah, and uh, I, I saw uh, one interview I, I saw you uh, in, uh, you had a, a gadget for, uh, you know, in, in some of the warmer climes, they they put the lights on the palm trees and so on, and you had a little gadget uh, to make it easier for for that to uh, put them up and take them down. Okay, thank you. You really, uh, this is good homework. So we have a product in development we call the no-wrap strap. It really is a phenomenal product for the takedown. A fellow in Texas and I are still working on this. But just imagine the palm tree. To put it up, I need to circle the tree and need a cherry picker. And not just palm trees. This happens around the world where people wrap trees. Yeah, sure. So anyway, we're doing it. But to do it properly, it's always a two-man job. That and then to take them down is the same two man job unless you use scissors. And scissors really only work economically if it's an incandescent set that you burned all season. That scissors are actually smart in that case. But what this strap, you put a series of straps on the bottom, they're all interconnectable, and at the top. Instead of lighting in a horizontal fashion that we're passing the lights, we light in a vertical fashion and accomplish the same look at night. But here's the key. We release the straps at the end of the year and the lights fall to the ground. 
Simple as that. Yes, sir. Simple as that. The no-wrap strap. I like that. Uh, John DeCosmo, you have been uh, a delight, and uh, we, uh, no pun intended. And uh, <laughs> oh, maybe it was, but we appreciate you being with us. And again, it's uh, Altalit, Altalit.com, U-L-T-A-L-I-T.com, and uh, and don't forget the the, the fragrances. Wow, that, that's a nice addition to the company as well. John, thanks so Thank much you. for being with us. So we appreciate it. And the very same. Thank All you. All right, take care. Merry Christmas. That'll do it for this edition of uh, Kale and Company. Great to have you along with us today. Stay tuned for more of the great programming all day long and all night long here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, Kale and Company live every morning between uh, a little after 8.05 and 9 o'clock. And we repeat the show after 7 o'clock at night here on WKXL. And we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, And you can check out uh, what they have to offer at deltadentalcoversme.com. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.